Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, June 2nd, 2022. I always like start of June. June 2nd, it's National Leave the Office Early Day. So take some liberties for the one person who works in an office. We've got an office guy here. Yeah, not to brag or anything. Yeah, I will be leaving the office. I'll try. Yeah, we'll just let him know. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like you have to, like, you know, kind of put him in a bind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what are you going to do? Him, put him in a pretzel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lock him in there. So anyway, just leave the office early for the people at home. It's episode 107. Anything about the start of June, Adam? Uh, I mean, I did rank June as my favorite month in our monthly ranking. So mm-hmm. what, would, what makes June the top? It's like a mindset. It's not like anything practical. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> it's also when you're like growing up through your childhood, it's like the end of the school year, you know, like June is when you're not really focused in class and you can kind of do whatever you want. It's like, it's just the ideal month and great weather. It's true. Great weather is true. You got anything? Yeah. Uh, I also voted, I think, my top month. It's like just beginning of summer. Like you're not even thinking about how summer's going to end or anything. Like you're just getting started. You're thinking about all the time you have, you know, finals. If you were writing them in, you know, junior high, high school, they're done. And all the other like sports finals are kind of then uh, hockey, basketball, good weather. It's not it's not snowing. So like you're definitely not getting any snow and uh yeah, definitely a good month. When you said sports finals, I don't know why, but I pictured like like a test, you know, mm-hmm. like a sports <laughs> like finals. Like the beat test. Like, yeah, like, did you pay attention to the 2021 NBA? <laughs> like, we're about to find out on the sports final. I'd love that. I I'd, would. I'd be great student. I would actually do very well on that. I think um, depends on the thing. Uh, note: This is being recorded on uh, Tuesday night, which I think we're I think we're safe. I mean, watch something crazy happen tomorrow, but I think we're safe because no basketball. The only thing that Rangers, I, yeah, Rangers Lightning. Oh no! Well, we'll just come back tomorrow Some and add it. I mean, we're gonna talk about Jays that soccer thing. Too. Oh, Jays! Oh boy, I mean, maybe we should just yeah. let's just stop recording <laughs> yeah, right now. Let's just yeah, we we tried. We'll just come back on actual <laughs> National Leave the Office early day. But no, no, I think we'll be okay. NBA Finals, we talked about it a little bit on the last show, but now we get to get some picks out there. Some of us, like Adam, was just too eager. Just, you know, 30 minutes after the date was set, you had to pick the winner. But that's okay. You've had some time to reconsider your position, if that's what you so choose. Yeah, uh, well, just say you do. Drum up the interest for for later on. Uh, Warriors-Celtics, obviously, game one goes tonight from when you're hearing this. It is minus three and a half for the Warriors' favorite at home. Series line is Warriors minus 160. So they are pretty much favored slightly over top, which I would say is fair. Home court and uh, obviously a little bit of championship DNA in them with them. So I think that bakes into the line. But I'm going to take the Warriors in this series. Actually, you know what? I'm going to pick the game or? Oh, you, you go ahead. How many pick, games? The game. pick the game. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll take Warriors in seven. Yeah, I, I think on the last show I said Celtics in seven, and I'm going to double down and say Celtics in seven. Because the Warriors have, they've looked really good, but they all, they've also have, none of their opponents have been, in my opinion, close to as good as the Celtics. They yeah. played a lot of Mickey That's Mouse fair. teams, in my opinion. The Mickey Mouse. I don't yeah. think we've said that in a couple of episodes. Yeah. It's good to bring it back. Yeah. I like that. I know. 
I, I think I'm actually agreeing with you. I'm going to take the Celtics. Now I'm cheering for the Warriors, so that's Me why too. I said at first I'm taking the Warriors. But I actually think the Celtics are kind of a tricky matchup for Golden State. they got some wings that are a little bit bigger than anybody Golden State has. going to cause some problems. I know they'll stick Draymond on... Uh, on Tatum most likely more likely than not but still guys to cause a bit of a problem for them I know Smart will obviously match up with Curry I think this is actually a pretty interesting finals as far as a matchup goes I think the teams are relatively even so I do think it'll be a long series but I don't know I just think the Celtics have uh have the slight edge when it comes to matchups I have Adam are you sticking with yours <laughs> yeah Warriors in six I don't think it'll be that close Let's go. A quick. It'll feel like a quick six. Six blowouts both ways. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, not really any entertaining games. Yeah, let's go. Maybe that, one. That's what basketball fans root for. Yeah. Team <laughs> dominance. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Now, I have some semi-fast facts here. So if you want to change your pick at the end of these facts, like go right ahead. But I'll just list them off for you. Since Steve Kerr was hired, the only team with a winning record in the NBA against the Warriors is the Celtics. Fast that does fact. scare me a little bit. Yep. Yeah, doesn't scare me. Okay, let's Adam, go. I Adam's, love a confident Adam. Adam's holding down the fort for the Warriors people at home. Uh, Gary Payton and Andre Iguodala are both expected to return in the series for the Warriors. They both haven't played since I think Iguodala since round one maybe, and Gary Payton obviously broke his elbow against the uh, Grizzlies with the Dylan Brooks play. I don't know. I so, hate to break it to Warriors fans, but I'm not getting hyped about Iguodala coming back. You're not like an AI? <laughs> like, I, he's one of my, like, he's a raw, he was a raw player, but I'm not like, okay, to, like, this is swinging the series. Like, <laughs> 38 year old, uh... like, the five minutes that, you know, he'll pop a three, quick game winning try shot. and get a steal. Yeah. <laughs> game winning shot. True. That one Shout against the Raptors Kellerman. was sick, though. He yeah. did hit a raw one against the Raptors. Gary Payton, I like that a little more. He's an energy you guy. You think that's why they're bringing, bringing him in there is like, specifically to hit game winners because they have nobody else that can do it on the team i think so because yeah. you know curry has underperformed in the finals yeah, and they right. saw like the damage pj tucker did against the celtics <laughs> so they're like we need you dude yeah. and we know fate of the universe death, death being pointed at earth can't trust curry uh-huh. I, want I want iguodala yeah i want iguodala too so yeah. i mean that's an interesting one i saw my boy chris chioza we know about Chris Chiosa oh, ever since friend he, of the show. Yeah, uh-huh. ever since he dropped his address on Twitter to, yeah. to fight the fan. Um, he was wearing the Marcus Smart jersey at practice today. Mm. So he was pretending to be Marcus Smart is how I take it. I don't think he's like a fan of his game. Uh, he That's plays for the weird. Warriors. But I've never seen that move before, like going on NBA oh, he plays shop. for the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's odd. Hit NBA shop and just cop the Marcus yeah, Smart. Really Bopus, strange. buy online, pick up in store. <laughs> potentially hmm. <laughs> yeah i'm not sure like what the thought process behind that is it like i don't know get the mentality ready for your teammates like, like, like guys we haven't played against a green jersey in a really long yeah. time i just want your eyes to get used to it like yeah. you put on the smart jersey and you start pissing off your teammates and then they get mad and they kind of associate yeah. that with smart a little role play yeah you get really get into character so like oh i actually am playing against marcus smart yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 you're gonna see a lot of this 36 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. like okay. oh is he Oh, it's Chris. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Is he spying on us? Is he at the practice? No, he's seven inches shorter. Um, the Celtics will get some additional rest because uh, they've got a couple guys who are hurt for them, like Smart and uh, Robert Williams were both in and out of the lineup last series. So, I don't know, like four days, that kind of helps them. Now, you're going to like this, long flights in this series. 
yeah pencil oh. that in that might swing it for me it might uh-huh. and the warriors didn't have to travel cross country for the last like six oh. days not only did they have a rest advantage for like three days they also didn't have to take that long journey across the uh across the great usa so uh i don't know that and you could... had another four days on that too when they play the two home games wow that's ex- even more home time even more sleeping time in your bed in your own bed exactly it's crazy. I know. So maybe, I mean, again, you might want to switch the Warriors. I got a couple more here. This is the second straight finals that doesn't feature a number one seed in either conference. They put a list up of all the non-number one seeds in the finals, and there's only been like 10 ever, maybe. Oh, wow. So they hit back-to-back here. I feel like that'll start to be more common because less teams care about the regular season. Yeah. I feel like that's probably what's going to happen here. But yeah. I don't know, somewhat interesting. For the last three years, the team that has eliminated Jimmy Butler has gone on to win the finals. Ah, Heat. Wrong. Yeah, literal Heat, because he plays for the Heat. Yeah, that is Heat. Raptors? Oh, yeah. Raptors. Raptors. Let's Uh, do some math. Lakers over Heat. Yeah, Lakers over Heat. Bucks over Heat. Bucks over Heat. In four, when they tried to put Trevor Rees on Giannis. (laughs) Yeah. And he... (laughs) No one did that one for. No no one's really ever seen him since. Yeah. Like... (laughs) Well, we've seen him. We've seen plenty of him. But uh, LeBron saw something he liked. LeBron definitely did. He, LeBron, he saw, he's like, he's, give me that guy. He's like, I remember him from when I was on the Cavs. Yeah. He's available? Yeah. Uh, oh, he's available. All right. Uh, last one. There's been at least one former Nick in each of the last 76 NBA finals. Do you have? Do you know who the representative for the Knicks Some this year is? Random white guy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is he on the Warriors or he, the Celtics? He's on the Celtics, but he could walk in this room and we wouldn't know who he was. <laughs> mm, that's he. Not Ronnie Sunshine. <laughs> no, Ron Baker. <laughs> that would have been a good one. Not Nick Stauskas. <laughs> no, no. You're not going to get this out. Okay. I'm sorry. Luke Cornett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have thought of more <laughs> as a Bulls guy. He's played for the Bulls for a while, but yeah, uh, not the know? Knicks. Yeah, I know Luke Cornett. Wow, yeah. He played for the Bulls, but I didn't realize he played for the Knicks. Wow. Yeah, he's kind of like a, a light <laughs> version of Ronnie Sunshine. Ron Baker was sick. When Anthony Davis dunked him into the Earth's core, that was like I a, loved Ronnie Sunshine. He played with my guy Fred Van Vliet. He did. Like, they're like bros. Like, they're boys. Wow. And you never would have thought it, but... I definitely never would have thought it. They're definitely boys. And remember when he had that black eye for like three weeks? Yeah. <laughs> What a dude! I actually love that guy. They're both undrafted too, eh? No one. I think I think Baker got drafted. <laughs> no, seriously, like second round, the Knicks were like franchise point guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like well, he's better than he's a athlete. good depth piece. He's a good depth piece. Yeah. Um, I are you done with NBA fi- NBA final stuff on your end? <laughs> go right ahead. I have some stuff to talk about. <laughs> but I, this is shocking. Let's to me. go. What are we thinking of Al Horford like kneeling to the ground doing a LeBron twenty sixteen? I did it for I That's Cleveland. I did it for you. Was he doing it for Cleveland or was he doing it for like? Didn't he have somebody die? No, he's Whoa. doing it for the Dominican. I saw he was doing it for his contract. Oh, oh, Whoa. So, Whoa. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. We have conflicting. Like, what was going on there? All right, why I are we kneeling? Somebody recently had died. Okay, okay, that okay, that's fair. I'll that's give fair. him credit for kneeling. There. But uh, like, I heard, don't quote me on that. I know. I, I heard he gets a, two other sources. Yeah, <laughs> I heard he gets like a five million bonus for making the finals in his contract. Okay, okay, I that's not that, really worth kneeling. I though. think like the hundred million dollar contract he signed with. But the Sixers is probably he's probably not sweating the five. Good point. And I mean, Phil has something too. Yeah, I thought he did it for the Dominican because he's the first ever Dominican-born player to make the finals. 
No. I, Do you I, think he's that tied to the Dominican where he's going to shed a tear? I've seen a picture of him in a Dominican flag before, like I don't 10 think that's ago. what he's thinking when they win that game. Yeah, he's like, like Dominican. oh, I, I'm the first Dominican player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knew it in the back of his like, mind. He's I get the only Dominican player. Ustedes. I get oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa. What does that mean to the people at home? Cleveland did it for you. Oh, that, whoa. Yeah. wow. Look at that. Wow, that's beautiful. Go. Any guess on Al Horford career earnings? Ooh, it's got to be 150 like, million. Yeah, 200 million. Yeah, quarter of a billion dollars. So I think quarter he's, of a billion. Yeah, I think Whoa, he's good with five. He could probably buy the Dominican Republic. He probably did. My take yeah. is done. I think he like forgot that he even had the five. Maybe, I love maybe. how we could just look this up, but nah, we're just gonna. Yeah, well, yeah, we can look up career earnings. We can't look up why he kneeled to the floor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I did think it was strange. Just kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, like you sure. still got a round to go. I, yeah, we still got a round to go. I get he's never been to the NBA Finals, so, but. You know, if I'm Tatum or Brown, I'm like, like, let's get up. I also, I also wanted to say, just because we're doing a rapid fire in the NBA Finals, I sent this to Owen when uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum went oh. together and said, they said we couldn't play together. Okay, oh. you, you beat Kyle Lowry by four <laughs> yeah. in uh, game seven. Like, yeah. just relax and you still have a round to go. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, you can't, like, brag, like, oh, like, you know, we made the finals, but like maybe just save that one for when you win the championship. Yeah, it's giving me a little Phoenix Suns vibes, like with Booker and Paul. Like you're yeah. you're not Shaq and Kobe. Like calm down. Yeah, yeah, and Tatum's just been like he's got he did some he's he needs to tone it down because like the Kobe stuff was yeah. weird. And that was the second thing I was going to talk about. That's yeah. weird, dude. Don't do that. Which yeah. are you talking about the armband or the text? The text, the text, dude. text, the text was the, the armband. Sure, whatever. But the text is weird. That's well, the weirdest. For, for they the kind of go together. Yeah, for the people that don't know, he he put a screenshot up online of him texting Kobe, Kobe's number the day of the game saying, today I got you. And then he like tweeted the screenshot, <laughs> which I mean, if you want to do that in your private time, but as far as actually publicizing it, I don't know. Like, it seems like you're kind of fishing for the re- yeah, and, and, yeah, And I get like, he made this whole thing about how they were like, you know, friends and stuff. There was no other messages. It was the only one on there. I'm pretty sure that's like by design. Okay. Like, he, well, just, hey. he just, he just wanted Maybe. to see that one. Maybe. Yeah. But like, you know, I wasn't that big of a fan. Like, you can save it for later. You know the nice thing about the Warriors is the Celtics, like, you can tell. Like, they've never been to the finals before. Al Horford's kissing the court. Jason Tatum's blowing up in the purple 24 armband in Game 7 of the East Finals. And then, meanwhile, the Warriors, like, I didn't even see them say one thing after they won. No. Just another day at the office. Exactly. So, Mm -hmm. shout out Warriors. I'm cheering for the Warriors. Me too. Warriors culture. Warriors culture. Heat culture. We still... Splash Bros. (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. Alex's new thing. Splash yeah. Bros. Have you guys heard of the Splash Bros? <laughs> yeah. What do you make of the tri- splashed uh, triplets? Oh, I'm down. Oh. Me too. But yeah. is that Boogie Cousins? Pool, I think. Oh, pool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember when Boogie Cousins did that at the Olympics. You remember that? He was like, my yeah. application for the Splash Bros. And then he missed. And then Curry was like, application denied. And then Bleach Report was like, oh, lol. Like, <laughs> fire emoji. Yeah. I remember when he had, like, when he signed with the Warriors, we talked about that. I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. I'll never forget that video. That yeah. made me so sad. And then his hype men were like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you've been suffering on the Kings. Like, yeah, the let's pills. get this ring. Yeah, that was classic. Other NBA stuff, uh, only a few. Breaking news, late breaking news on Tuesday. So established news by Thursday morning. Quinn Snyder looks like he's going to leave the Jazz after eight years. Uh, 
I mean, kind of weird to leave this late on when there's only a couple teams left for a head coach. Lakers finally wrapped up their eight-week coaching search, as we talked about on the last show. G-ham. Got to be thorough. (laughs) Um, But Quinn Snyder leaving, if he takes a year off and then he comes in, he'd be like the most in-demand name in the market. People would just forget everything he's ever done wrong. But the Jazz hopping into the coaching hiring process on June 1st, pretty suave. Yeah, that's raw. Mm -hmm. I got to respect it. He told them, like, when the season ended, probably, like, I'm leaving, and they're like, take a couple weeks and come back to us. (laughs) Sit on that one. Sit on that one. Like, we're not letting you go. Like, (laughs) come back to us in three weeks. So think about it. Think really hard. Yeah. Do you really want this? Talk to kids. Maybe the wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Let's get their opinion. Like, you could be a legend in Salt Lake City if you re-sign for another six years. Yeah. Okay? How many Gucci belts you could buy with another contract? Yeah. 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 Uh You got to be on the lookout for that one. How much hair gel you could buy? Just, he's a big hair gel guy. Big Gucci belt guy, too. That's the reference. Anyway, yeah. Um, Stephen A. Smith said today that he believes Steph Curry will eclipse LeBron James when it's all said and done. Now, by this, okay, wow. so here's a couple facts. things. Bro. Adam's going with facts, Warriors and Six. Okay. Um, I'd like Stephen A. to expand. It, uh-huh. Well, here's what I'm going to expand on. I saw the headline and I didn't click the article, so I can't exactly quote how much eclipsing we're talking about here. Eclipsing is the second best player of all time or eclipsing in ring count. A ring count I can get behind. Uh-huh. I could see the Warriors winning again after this one. It's not look like LeBron's going to add to his total anytime soon. It either. looks pretty heat. It's, unless yeah. they team up. Because last time I, I checked, five before. is greater than four. True. Yes. So well, he'll be hope. at four if yep. he gets this one. Oh, Steph would have four. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So I, if he's going to... I mean, if you were saying from here on out, who's most likely to win a ring, and not counting this finals, obviously, because then you would have an easy pick. But if you said starting... On August 1st, next one to win a championship, Curry or LeBron, Curry would be like minus 600 favorite to do yeah. it. So, um, but if we're talking players, that's not even close. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a conversation. He can't eclipse him at this point. No. LeBron's peak of his day was much greater than Curry's peak of his day. Curry still hasn't had like a dominant, dominant, dominant NBA finals. Still waiting on that one. But he does have the Magic Johnson. MVP West That is Finals. true. Right. So that Can't does it does tilt away. in his favor a little bit because yeah, LeBron gone. doesn't have that. He, doesn't he actually have doesn't. Of them. He doesn't have either East or West. Yeah. Bum. So that's uh, that puts a dent for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's a big dent. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, anyway, that was Stephen A. Smith's comment. Tough I, comment. Tough comment. <laughs> I got two more. Uh, read some early reports. Jake Fisher from Bleacher Report said that Rudy Gobert and the Raptors have a big mutual interest (laughs) with each other. And then he he went on to mention in the article that Utah very much likes Ananobi. Yeah, I saw that. And that would be an easy move for Masai. That's a pretty, that's, I think that's a good trade for the Raptors, but they'd probably have to include something else in order to make that work if I had a guess. I mean, this one's all for Alex. I mean, remember Rudy Gobert's blonde now. Yeah, that's a plus, I think. Um, yeah, I saw those articles today. Uh, I was caught off guard a little bit by them because I read some stuff like OG wasn't really happy with his role because like Scotty Barnes kind of took over, which I mean, Scotty Barnes is pretty good. Um, so, but it's, it's an odd trade. Like, you know what? I wouldn't hate having Rudy Gobert. Like we've talked about, I don't know how he fits in our scheme. Cause like everybody has to guard positions one through five in Toronto and he can kind of discard one. 
Um, but he's five. a defensive linchpin or whatever. I don't know. I'd probably have to. I'd get a lot of Rudy Gobert, so I'd so I'd kind of see what they mean on, on I love defense. defensive Alex coming out before he's on the team. He's like, I gotta establish my ground as a potential fan. Yeah, as a potential <laughs> fan. So, but like you said, they'd have to throw OG in. Um, I saw Portland and Portland and Utah are apparently very interested in OG. But for a go for the Gobert trade to work, we'd have to throw in Gary Trent too. I feel like that's a bit much that's a lot that's that's a bit much because i think those were like they're in the top six guys i'm not going to name everybody you guys know who's in the top six for the raptors of like untouchables of what masai said throwing in og and trent is a bit much for me but um i don't know what do you guys like more like og and somebody else for gobert or og and the seventh pick the blazers pick and like and fernie simons because i saw that too that's an overpay from portland i would think I don't know. I don't Every think time that, is really good. Yeah, and I don't think Ananobi's worth the seventh I've seen people pick. say, like, Portland should give more. But I'm like, I don't know. I think that's a fair trade. I the seventh agree. pick and Anthony Simons. Simons is raw. Yeah, I think that's like an a, overkill from Portland. You think I, so? I know they need a guy like that. Like, literally my entire life, the Blazers haven't had a guy like that since Nick Batum, bro. Yeah. So, so they've yeah. been missing that kind of lanky on the yeah. wing. Curse of Brandon Roy, maybe. Uh, and say. you know what's crazy with OG when you think of him? You think he's been in the NBA for, like, 20 years. He's only like 24, 25 years old, which is still after, crazy. Like, 20, like 2016, yeah. like a while ago. So yeah. pretty young guy still. Yeah, I think. Uh, but I, I like him. I, I'd prefer not to trade him. I yeah. Like, I like OG. I, I think I would do it for Gobert if like there yeah. wasn't much else. I wouldn't do him and Trent. Yeah. But no. I feel like Gobert, you're like, there's a chance that and I'm not saying it's a great chance, but there's a chance you're getting him for a steal of a price. Gobert? Yeah. yeah. His stock has probably never been lower than this. And he's only ever played with Mitchell, right? You've yeah. never seen him on a different team. That's what I'm saying. If you maybe the, if you get him like a better coach or something, his advanced numbers are obviously insane. He's got defensive player of the years. I don't know. There is a chance. I'm not saying it's a great chance, but it, there's a likelihood. Potentially. We'll see. We'll see. Last one, I was driving around this morning, and uh, I actually heard this on NBA radio. Brian Scalabrini, who's actually pretty good on the radio. We all know him. Mm-hmm. White Mamba. He said that if he was Brooklyn, he'd be thinking about John Wall over Kyrie Irving. Um, oh, I saw that's this a disaster. I saw out. this get aggregated, oh, too. So it was circulating on Twitter. So I didn't hear it wrong. That's one of the worst takes I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Holy yeah, God. I don't know what Kyrie did to you, dude, or like if he didn't dap you up in the hallway, or like like that's a ludicrous comment. Yeah, John Wall is. Yeah, I don't even know where to begin on that one. John Wall is closer to like starting a podcast than being a productive <laughs> yeah. point guard. Again. Yeah, he's closer to being Scal's co-host. Yeah. Oh yeah. Frank Isola, Scal, and uh, John Wall. <laughs> Brian probably just was watching some like raw 2014 John Wall highlights of him yeah. cooking the Raptors in that one 4-0 series. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> if, you know, if you just get him on the right team, uh-huh. no drama, no drama. Well, play with KD. Uh-huh. KD doesn't. He's not dramatic. Right? No, 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 not at all. Yeah. So we remember what happened the last time John Wall was in New York. <laughs> Bud signs <laughs> issued apologies. <laughs> Just saying, I love John Wall gang signs. <laughs> Me too. I kind of want John Wall no, back it's in sick. India. It's like, sick. John, it John Wall early days was fire. Yeah, because I can just imagine like an eight year old just asking their dad, like, "What? What does that mean? Yeah, like, yeah. what's that? <laughs> what a guy, one of a kind, John Wall." Uh, football. I'm gonna talk some NFL. There's actually some interesting things going on now. First of all, 99 days to the start of the season. Mm. 98 from when you're hearing this actually because there was 100 as of today wow i woke up on sunday i sent this to a couple people i just said another sunday without football because it just dawned on me you know how good are those days waking up in the fall when it's like oh yeah 
Mm-hmm. I got to I got to check my fantasy. I got to check my picks against the spread. And, I mean, and then you just wake up and plop down on the couch. Yeah. Oh, a, I mean, so good. Yeah. I mean, I can't relate to like wake up, check your fantasy and check all of that before cuz no, normally it's a Saturday night. I'm up at like 8:30. Oh. I go to bed early on Saturday so I can be up to do the fantasy mm-hmm. and the coffee and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I do that, you know, get in probably 11, 11:30, maybe let the first quarter go. And then in between the like morning games and the start of the afternoon games, there's a little bit of time. So I'm like, nap that or <laughs> pumpkin cream cold brew. <laughs> and then I'm like, holy crap, this is like I the best thing ever. The best part of waking up like halfway through the first quarter, like uh, second quarter is like you wake up and you have like eight texts from Phil of what you missed in the first quarter. So you can kind of like see recap oh, yeah. the games like uh-huh. Phil is letting you know. He well, he's my it. prem guy. Like he's my uh, prem plug. Yeah, I've heard. I've I'm heard. a morning yeah. person, as it turns yeah, out. People. Yeah. I mean, I was a night person for a while, but I changed around. <laughs> anyway, just 98 short days, and you know, soon, maybe like in a month's time, I have to do the math. We're gonna have to start doing those two teams a show. Yes. Yes. Which I actually up. like. That puts I miss me, that. That puts yeah. me in the rhythm of like, all right, like this is what this team did. All right, I'm going to get the wheels turning yeah. on football mode. You know what I want? By the end, it was a grind, but yeah, yeah. I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> we were like doing the Cardinals and the Rams. We were like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, please, God, can we just end this podcast? <laughs> I wanted to comment on the fact that we picked every over under and we never came back with the results. Okay, this year we got to be we got to be deeper on yeah. that. We got to put in more diligence in that. True. You know what we did? Did you do write them down? No. Uh, <laughs> you know that's on the fans, actually. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, on the hold fans. Us accountable. I might, I might yeah. go through and find them all. To be honest, I might do it. All right, homework, Adam. I might dig that's up the record. Tr- that's your job. As long as it's done in like a month, we're good. You know what we did do a good job of was the week by week picks. We yes. did do a good job. We did. Yeah, so that was great. One yeah. miss and one hit. That's gets you the Hall of Fame in baseball. Najee Harris is bulked up from 230 to 245. I'm not sure that adding weight was really what we were looking for this summer, but I do love a good body change story. Always gets me hyped. Like when sometimes it happens in basketball where the guy just has a growth spurt randomly. It's like Paul George is 6'10 now. I love when somebody's body just changes, but I low-key don't like adding weight uh, he's kind of like a freak athlete it's not that big a deal but well second puberty seems like it might be a big deal for anyone <laughs> i like Najee Harris. 245 is a little heavy for a running back that's not that's that zeke range well we didn't do much <laughs> that's like more line, than zeke so that's he's... a trent richardson range that's like i think derrick henry weighs that much and he's probably like five inches taller derrick like, yeah he's like 200 I think he's probably heavier. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I honestly think the like physical attributes thing is a little bit overrated to me. There's a Madden cover, Madden 23. So oh, by the time you're hearing this, it's I've been gonna, waiting. Yeah, yeah. Twelve year old me's hyped. Um, by the time you're hearing this, it's already out. But I think if I had a guess, it's actually going to be John Madden. Are there favorites? Oh yeah. It yeah, seems like it's going to be John Madden. Mm. Good call. But if it wasn't John Madden, then they said it. I don't know. Burrow, Herbert, Cooper Cup. I don't know. Uh, I can't get enough of Burrow. I was going to so say Mahomes, yeah. but was he at like last year? He was last year with Brady. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, um, Burrow might, he might like, I would, break I, records. I might never watch football again if it's Burrow. Were you going to say buy Madden? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm never buying Madden. I wasn't going to buy it anyway, <laughs> so I needed a different <laughs> what was boycott last method. You bought, Phil? I, that one night I won poker and I had like 80 free bucks and I went home and I was like, Madden's out great. Which but one? Which that was one? a mistake. 20? Madden like 21. I don't think Phil's missed a Madden, have you? I've been missing Madden's. Uh, Let's go. But it took a while because you were on every year. Oh, I used to love Madden. There's no doubt about it. But yeah. Madden The is, fresh roster update? Yeah, that's uh-huh. it. New menus. <laughs> yeah. new, men- new music? New music, new menus. Aggressive, when the aggressive catch dropped, oh, that was sick. That was, that was a big what deal. Was that, like, like Madden 15? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a while <laughs> ago. Anyway, Madden's coming out for the 12-year-olds. That's important. Uh, news from Cowboys camp. Oh. So a special one from Adam. That's here. a rare one. I know. Jerry Jones says that CeeDee Lamb is an upgrade over Amari Cooper's number one receiver. Now, this is interesting because CeeDee Lamb had more catches and yards last year, so one could say he already was the number one receiver. But I have a new way to phrase this, actually. Um, <laughs> I hate new way to phrase this, Phil. Is, uh, <laughs> is Simi Faco an upgrade over CeeDee at number two receiver? That's the way I want to phrase this one because that's who was lining up beside him at OTAs. Simi Faco. F O F E H O K O, number two receiver for Dallas. Yeah, it's never great when you have to spell the name out for the for us and for the viewers. So that's that's all my comment is there. Just not not a great off season for us. That's mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I like how Dak said we didn't get worse. Well, mm. the other teams around you got better. Yeah. So <laughs> what are you gonna do about that? <laughs> but Cowboys camp, you know, important stuff. You got to keep it updated just for Adam. I'm glad you. Thank you. I'm glad you could chip in there. Yeah. Uh, we spent a lot of time bullying the, the Falcons this offseason. Well, you know, the receivers, Olmide, Zacchaeus, Auden Tate. Take a look at the Bears' depth chart. And Allen Robinson is gone. He went to the Rams, in case you That's forgot a big that. Loss. That's a big loss for the Bears. Yeah, I have six receivers listed, listed down here. Can you name any of them? Tell me on, Kevin White's one of them. No, no. He's probably on the Saints still. <laughs> Anthony Miller was a safe option for a while, but I don't think he's on there anymore. Darnell Mooney's got to be on there. Darnell Mooney's number, number one. one. Number, number one. one. Absolutely number one. <laughs> yeah. You think he's drawn a top cornerback? I think so. Yeah. Uh, is Denzel Mims? No. Gone. Wow. I didn't even... Same with Demir Bird. Gone. Wow. I can't... uh... I'm drawing some blanks here. Yeah, you're going to draw blanks. That might have been the end of the Rolodex. That is the the end of the Rolodex. Watch (laughs) this. They won the bidding war for Equinemius St. Brown. He's penciled in at number two. That's a raw depth piece. Yeah. Yeah, They also won the bidding war for Byron Pringle. They got him at number (laughs) three. Uh, Former Kansas City Chief. Yes. Catching from Mahomes. Yes. Uh Experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, Velas Jones is number four. Yeah, never heard of him. V E L U S. (laughs) Velas Jones. They got Dante Pettis at the five. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's he had, a great depth. He had pink yeah. hair that one time. Huge waiver wire guy. Yeah. yeah. Somehow he was always in the pick him up. He could explode. Pick him up. He could explode. Never exploded. Never exploded. <laughs> and he's got Tajay Sharp at number six. So they're really giving Justin Fields the... How do we the, spell that last one? Tajay? Yeah. T-A-J-A-E. Oh, I thought it was just T-J and you were reading it. Tajay. No, Tajay. <laughs> okay. It's like a bougie T-J. Ah. <laughs> But you give uh, TJ with an accent. Yeah, exactly. Accent goo. Yeah. Uh-huh. French. French. We had some Spanish. We had some yeah, French today. I think like the Bears are just going that uh, it's it's quantity over quality. Yeah. It's yeah. just hey Justin, it, like why like why would we even bring back Allen Robinson? Why would we try and get a really mm-hmm. good one receiver when we can get a lot of really mediocre under. Right. average receivers yeah they're like no. justin dude don't worry alan robinson's on the decline byron pringles in his prime yeah like, yeah he's deep in the prime <laughs> no right yeah. Now. yeah they're like because we don't want defenses knowing what's hitting them because uh-huh. you were just gonna have so many random guys they won't have enough tape to even study yeah right. mix in but with alan robinson everyone knows what he does yeah we know so, he's a known commodity exactly yeah. exactly but you're gonna study oh velas and then oh tj's on the field like yeah ooh. you're gonna get him mixed up <laughs> equinemius yeah. equinemius he's never even been a number one maybe he could be a number one there yeah, yeah so, nobody knows well, the tape, put him in... yeah exactly the yeah. tape with the packers wouldn't even count 
right yeah. uh-huh and the other thing is like they we know with the bears they tried the uh the big quarterback room where everyone gets a shot and that oh, worked yeah. out really well so it's like it okay, over. let's like build it out yeah, yeah. let's do that whole with everything yeah. yeah whole team new like, positions yeah. <laughs> like hello roger can we get a roster extension? Like, yeah. Can we get some more guys in here? Can we get this up to 190? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they're like the NBA. It's positionless. <laughs> like, Equinemius, you're yeah. blocking left. Well, like, didn't yeah. they, they were the ones that kind of, like, unlocked Cordero, Cordero Patterson. Cordero oh. Patterson. Oh. They're, like, the ones that kind of, like, started that, I feel like. Oh, they They'd, fostered the Cordero the era. Uh, yeah. The oh. positionless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they're yeah. actually on the cutting edge. Wow. Yeah. Like, this could be the start of an era. Well, they absolutely should. And their quarterback strategy of just like who's going to start this quarter worked out so well that Bill Belichick's now doing it with his offensive coordinators. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, Great. it's done. Predictability factor is <laughs> yeah. huge in the NFL. Uh-huh. Unpredictability and special teams. I think that's you got to invest in those. Yeah. yeah. Two big come ups for yes. sure. We know what Rich Bisaccia thinks about special teams. It's we we fence we fence yes. <laughs> uh, last one this week, Dan Campbell. It's my job. Anytime I read a really good Dan Campbell quote to bring it to the podcast, this one's a little long and it's a little you know, but you'll enjoy it. He has a new philosophy for the pass rushers of the Lions this season. This is what he said. It's about a paragraph here, so bear with me. I just call it much more hitting the blocks. I don't want to say we were catching and it wasn't two gap. We were just a little more play the line of scrimmage where now we want to play on their side of the line of scrimmage. That's the best way to describe it. We still have all the front variations, all those things, but I think that probably the biggest difference that anybody will notice is that just the stuff we want to do. We're not just running through gaps and closing our eyes and stuff like that. We're not like that. We're not, but we are much more. Hit the blocks and play on their side of the scrimmage which is a little bit different than what we were last year <laughs> that's so. sick dude he's like let's get to their side let's get yeah. through the line yes yeah. uh-huh i read the article and they're like trying to explain like what he means they're like instead of like positionally shifting around like chess they're just gonna bull rush i was like, <laughs> I was like that's exactly what i want from dan campbell's oh, yeah. defense right there he's like aiden hutchinson just run just uh-huh. run oh, everything yeah. they taught you forget it yeah. just go <laughs> just go yeah <laughs> spin move no no straight line <laughs> yeah in the contract bonuses for the defensive players, it's like every time you get over the gray line, $5,000 bonus. Yeah. Like an Al Horford. Yeah, yeah. Hit the blocks is the most Dan Campbell thing I've ever heard, too. It's I like, like, just go get like get blocked. Like Most people try to avoid the blocks. Like, go hit no, the Go block. into the block. Yeah. Yeah. Go through the block. Yeah. Hit the blocks. My favorite one was, we're not just closing our eyes and hitting the line. <laughs> I had to specify that one. That was good. Uh, I also wanted to say, if you watch the video of Aaron Donald on the podcast with I Am Athlete with Brandon Marshall and you know that show? Brandon Marshall and Chad Uh Johnson and Pac-Man Jones and Sean McCoy. There's a clip going around on Twitter where Aaron Donald talks about his pass rushing like tape studying philosophy and he does like a minute about it and the camera cuts to like, and he's talking about like nuanced stuff. Like I watch it like two, three times every play seeing what their tendency are and the camera cuts back to LaShawn McCoy and it's like it's 10 feet over his head he has no clue what he's saying he's just staring into space absolutely amazing clip go check it out Puck Rangers versus Lightning is the uh, East final Rangers won against Carolina on Monday night from the time you're hearing this game one has been played but I don't think you were coming here for the big Lightning Rangers analysis can I say something oh maybe you did so I said Rangers just for the record I want to you know gloat a little bit I said Rangers because they had the better goalie he got two assists if you guys saw that I saw he outscored uh, a couple guys on the Hurricanes in that series so not a big deal 
He's been playing well. He he had me a little worried in that Pittsburgh series. He wasn't playing very good, but like Settled he seems in. to be getting hot and that's a, scarier than a hot goalie. I know. I know. Phil, Phil would know. I would know. I've seen a lot of Mike Smith. Uh, Shesterkin against Vasilevsky actually makes for like a pretty interesting storyline. Mm-hmm. But I think the Rangers. I mean, they've proven people winning two rounds is winning two rounds. But they did two game it, sevens. Yes, credit. But they did it against Anti Ranta and Louis Domingue. Yeah. So I do feel like this is going to be a Tampa walkover. I'm going it, Bolts in five. It might be a like how they handled Florida. Yeah, yeah. It might yeah. be a four. It might be a four. But from the time you're hearing this, the Rangers might have won game one. So. I'm going Rangers in six. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So Owen's just changing the dice. Better goalie, I think, is going to get it done. I mean, yeah. Vasilevsky's There's won still a team the last out there. two cups, but <laughs> better goalie theory doesn't There's, apply here. <laughs> There's offense and defense. We true, true, true. Mm-hmm. True. Anyway, Adam, do you have a pick in the Rangers-Lightning series? I'll go Lightning in five. Yeah, I'm going Lightning in five, too. Same. Mm. I'm going with that. Oilers-Avs live after game one. Eight to six final. Uh, not worried. Not worried. Message to the Oiler Nation out there. I know there's a couple people who represent the squad. Don't panic. That was a good effort. They're scared of us. We they know we're they know we're for real. After that tough start, we bounced back. It was seven three seven six. They know we're there. We're coming. I'm I'm feeling good. Just got to get game two. If we don't get game two, we they still got to beat us at home. Yeah. So well, Oilers haven't won a game one so far, right? That's right. So. Not unfamiliar territory, mm-hmm. but uh, been down one zero two times before. Yeah, so you guys have come back quite a few times, but abs are abs aren't a joke. I think so. Definitely the hardest opponent we've played so far. Definitely. <laughs> so? Don't get me wrong; they're good. I don't want to say that we're better than them, but we're at least in their league. We're not like that far away from them. We're pretty much. I think we're even. Yeah. Would you? I didn't watch much of the game, but was it like like a like how? like the flames game when it was like nine to nine to six or this was more like well, just was, offense was just unbelievable it was better played than that better it was play, more yeah. skill plays yeah i think yeah. than the flames game the flames game was just like chaos a little yeah. bit ice, like yeah, yeah. carnage yeah. this game was a little more like actual like intent colorado's yeah. really good smith wasn't at his finest hour today but he's terrible in game ones usually so koskin was good i feel cool. good i feel good like that was not like a discouraging loss in any way i remember phil you said so like obviously you know the avalanche like we had a really good game and we played really well but i remember you said last series that the series doesn't start until after game one and that was like pretty like it was a pretty raw take yeah exactly the yeah. series doesn't start till after the first so. game Kevin Lowe yeah, quote. I wanted to, you know, throw it back to that. Thank do you have you. do you have any take about the officiating? Does that also start after oh. game one? Does that start in game two? Like when they start it's starting trying? game one. I don't know what kind of brain worms you have to take for that to be a, a onside goal. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Well, That's probably it was the, clean. That was, was probably clean. the number one worst call I've seen in organized sports. No. That was a robbery. Wow. I, I mean, no, I kind of agree. Saints Rams, sorry, Saints Rams number one, the pass interference. What about the catch, the Dez? That's top three. That's in there. Agreed. Adam is agreeing. Adam one. shaking his head. But <laughs> that was that was a robbery. That was a blind. No, Oilers robbery. fans need. To I mean, if the, the if their explanation was actually what you said and. The explanation is that he didn't have control. That's probably the worst excuse I've ever heard. They said well, that was the explanation. I hate Oilers no fan control. No, I agree. That, that makes no sense. How did he not have control? You gotta, you gotta, it's like if, in if football, you gotta you be gotta actually a... touching the puck he, after what? the blue there's line, no, but he waited for his guy. No, no, no. Not... There's no definition of possession of a puck in the rule book, so they can just say that. Like they, he, they showed no. goals that they've called offside where the same thing has happened. It, there's just no consistency. They need to have a possession definition. If possession is 
in the vicinity of your stick, then sure, some people have called the games that way. If it's not touching your stick, then it's not touching your stick, right. whatever. Well, let's be fair. This isn't a Blake Coleman, like, seven minutes left in the game. I mean, what I mean, was his first period? No, but that's second. a two. They scored on the power play. It was two goals. They I'm got just going to say, if you play. watch that as, like, without super rule analysis and you just watch it as, like, a casual, it's like, yeah, he has the puck. And that's kind of what I feel like the definition should always be. Like for a catch in football, it's like yeah, he caught that. that well, no, he, Thank you, you have to be, you, you have to make a football move for it to be a catch. Yeah, yeah but and true. he made but, no hockey move. But they, he, he didn't make a hockey, hockey move. He didn't he make a hockey move. move. I'm That's just saying moves, the dude. reason they like the reason they wanted to change the <laughs> yeah. football catch rule after the Des incident is because it's like yeah, he obviously caught it, but by the specifics of the rule, sure he didn't. So they wanted to resemble like you watch the game. Oh, he has the puck. He has possession. I mean, anybody like in football. Oh, he caught it. It's a catch. You exactly. Know? Anybody no. with a brain is going to look at that and go, because I hated Sportsnet post game. Sportsnet in general is so garbage. But the post game where they go, what a heads up play by McCarr to not touch. I He's was a like, smart guy. do you think that that was intentional? Do you actually believe that he was like, oh, let me not touch this for a second. I'm, I know the guy on my right beside me is not onside right now. I mean, joke, joke. That's not, it's not crazy to think these it is crazy that move the speed that the game moves for him them to think that that's possible i i didn't realize kemper got was out that's kind of heat left and the other goalie was better than him so are you sure positive frank kuz was three goals against though frank kuz was much better than kemper we only had like 11 shots and three goals on kemper and frank kuz was really good Hmm. so it'll be an interesting series i think it'll probably be smith against frank kuz in game two but it'll be fun i love the oilers i love round three Keep believing. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oilers and Oilers and seven. Yeah, um, Oilers and four. Just wanted to. Just wanted to shut like, that out. Yeah, it's all right. You think we win in five. Not everyone gets the number, right? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We'll okay. win in five. The it's team okay. is more important. <laughs> right, the team. Baseball. I wanted to talk about some baseball because we have things that. You know, we don't really talk about baseball that often, so I figured, you know, bring it in for the day. The Jays were 50 games into the season, pretty much. 48 for the Blue Jays. They're 28 and 20. They're third in the division, but they're like kind of pretty neck and neck with Tampa Bay. New York is pretty far ahead of them right now. Maybe five games, if I had a guess off the top of my head. But anyway, bright spots. Uh, Guriel, I Gur- think, is one of our bright spots on offense. He's having a nice season. He is. And I was uh, looking at this thing. Um, just watching this thing and they were basically saying that he is a pretty below average hitter uh, at the beginning of the year like in april and may but uh in like june july august he becomes like a completely different hitter so people i think you know he could probably sustain the offense for a little bit going forward yeah yeah that's a good sign also- and then outside that pitching Pitching has been very good. Even the bullpen has been very good this year. Mm-hmm. Just a couple, one in particular, which we'll touch on in a second. But also Springer, Bichette, and uh, Guerrero have been good. Yeah. No surprise. I think the obvious, obvious issues have been, uh, and they're pretty glaring. One is Berrios, who starts every fifth day, who's been probably the worst pitcher in the oh, American it's League. It's tough because it's the first year of a seven-year $150 million deal, but you know, pitchers, they're a funny thing. Sometimes Super they funny. sometimes they succeed, sometimes they don't. Uh, and then, obviously, Hernandez, I know he's under 100 ABs, but his numbers are still not good, like 160 average. I mean, come on, we got to do better than that. But anyway, Matt Chapman, also not great. I think he's sub-200 under the Mendoza, yeah. which yeah. is tough. Yeah. 
because they gave a lot to get him. But I think overall I'm feeling good. Like as long as the Jays are in it by the time that the playoffs are over, that's all that matters to me. Just keep them in the divisional race, even if they're five back, whatever wild card. That's all that matters to me. No, I agree. And the reality is we have our our pitching staff is so good that uh, they can win us games even when our offense isn't how it should be. So, like, we have a pitching staff that is built for, like, October baseball. Because mm-hmm. yeah. then we can go to four and take Berrios out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. That's how even, it's Yeah, Kikuchi, like, you know, he's getting some heat at the start of the year, but I said I was a fan, and he's been good. Good signing. Yeah. Very good signing. Yeah. Other baseball thing, because I know, you know, if you're like me, you kind of sleep on the standings for the, when the playoffs are on. You're just like, all right, like, I don't really care. But I think it's worth noting, the Twins... 10 games over 500, top of their division. Mets, 16 games over 500. DeGrom hasn't even pitched yet. Scherzer's been out like a week and a half, two weeks. They're just on fire. The Mets are an unbelievable team this year. Who saw it coming? Um, I'm not really sure what's going on with the Phillies. They made all these moves in the offseason, and they're worse than the Pirates. So eight games under 500, kind of tough. Looks like they're going to sack their manager. It's a soccer term sack sack Girardi hey yeah brought it over sack the manager shout out to Castellanos for hitting a dinger when they were trying to talk about Memorial Day (laughs) the guy's a machine respect machine just Uh, they need to make a good nickname for him about that stuff because I mean I've never seen anything quite like it Uh, Mariners 10 games under 500 hate to see that after they poached Robbie Ray I actually like the Mariners as a team I've been to the T-Mobile Park it's pretty sick Go. And uh, I I don't like seeing not. Is it succeed. called T-Mobile now? I believe so. Maybe it was, something it was different. Safeco before, right? It was for quite a while. But they switched it. Yeah, nice. T-Mobile Park. The biggest surprise for me, I think, were the Angels. Right? Aren't they the top of their div now? They're behind the Astros, but they're still mm-hmm. a couple games over five hundred. Yeah, which I mean, they're usually just pretty bad, but I mean, they're kind of in it. Yeah, they're good. On an individual level, shout out Marcus uh, Simeon for hitting his first home run. Yeah, congratulations, year, a Marcus. Days ago. Yeah, okay. in. Almost June. Yeah. yeah. So, uh-huh. Sick. He's not the worst contract. Like, um, Berrios isn't the worst contract out there. <laughs> yes. Is what I was trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is probably the worst contract in baseball. That yeah. is a stinker. That's <laughs> tough. Maybe it takes him a while to get going. I'm still hoping still that he does months. well. I love the Rangers thinking it's an NBA team. Yeah. yeah, let's get just two, two guys, two max players, <laughs> yeah. two max guys. <laughs> Play them every day; it'll be raw. <laughs> anytime, anytime you can secure them, you're good. Yeah. You're set yeah. for life. No other help. Um, if you were shouting out individuals as well, you were you were excited about Jose Ramirez, 50 RBIs before May, uh, before June 1st. That's pretty impressive stuff. Yeah, could have been a J. I'm really sad he's not a J. Yeah, we're getting soda though, so not a big deal. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. in 2026. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. Aaron Judge also. I mean, he's playing himself into 300 million dollars the way he's playing because yeah, yeah. he's he's going to win AL MVP almost for sure. And Pete Alonso putting the Mets on his back too. He's another 50 RBI guy. Mm-hmm. So shout out to those guys. Anyway, that's a baseball update for the people who barely care. That's what it's all about <laughs> right there. We have segments today. We're back with some you know some fresh stuff very exciting times because today is adam's debut in the segment game we're going to make sure that adam is, is a regular contributor in the segment game because the people clamor they're like oh like what's adam's take what's adam's opinion when you can just no they don't yes they do when you can just say iso iso and give adam the ball for like two minutes great things will happen so, he had a Simeon start to the segment career. He did. A couple, it took him a couple months to get it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But today's going to be that first home run grand slam. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're looking for. <clears throat> Who wants to lead on segments today? Alex does. Oh, I do. Yeah. Okay, sure. Wow, congratulations. I can, I can segue it nicely because we were actually talking about baseball. 
um, just now. And uh, I saw uh, kind of with these segments now, I'm just trying to get inspired. So, you know, I'll go on something called Twitter or Instagram. Um, something called. Yeah, something called. I think I'm from, I think I'm yeah, have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> New. It's a sick site. You guys would get a lot of content from there. But I saw um, a dad at a baseball game. I think we all saw the video, and mm. he was holding his ba- his son, his like I don't know, like three month old, and he caught a home run barehanded. Oh yeah, yeah, in the third deck, which in, is where you like want to be a safe zone from the ball. You buy tickets in the third deck. I got exactly. my kids up there. And exactly, bang. exactly, and bang. He was ready though, and catching it barehanded, nonetheless, is also pretty impressive. So, um, this month is also Father's Day too. So I kind of just did a power rankings of like the top things like dads do, and it's okay. we got a top five. Um, so number five, um, is just sneezing astronomically loud. Just Uh, dads have the loudest sneezes. I'm a huge sneezer. Like I love to really just let it rip, but I probably can't, I, I probably can't get a good sense of how loud it really is. But my dad has a tremendous sneeze. I'm sure everyone else's dad <laughs> has just a really loud sneeze. Yeah, and I think my dad kind of does it on purpose, kind of yeah. like yeah. marking the territory. Like, uh, everyone in the house needs to know that I just sneezed. Uh, I think it's a needs-to-know thing. Yeah. Like, like it's authoritative. I, yeah, it's yeah. almost like it's like him trying to remind you, like, hey, like, in my house, for example, it's like, yo, we have a cat like you didn't vacuum. Like, I'm going <laughs> to sneeze extra loud. <laughs> Like, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what's going on. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Like, there's some meaning behind the sneeze. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, so. You got to use power and expression. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, fourth, I have um, flaming you on the car ride home after, like, playing poorly at your, mm. you know, mm. soccer mm. game or hockey game. Yeah. Basketball. Not, yeah, basketball. Mm-hmm. Not not the best feeling. Um, but, you know, I know if they went out there, they wouldn't play any any better so, so wow yeah. he's pretty proud of his performance then so, he's a pretty proud guy every time so Alex gets flamed. in the car and he's like dad you should play for the team yeah. try playing 20 do. minutes <laughs> running around uh but yeah i think a typical dad thing just you know trying to trying to tell you what you could have done better but you know yeah anytime, it's easier said than done. anytime i played bad i was just like uh like I don't know. I just kind of took the took the criticism, and I was like, "Yeah, you're right." Like I never really pushed back because deep enough. down, I probably knew it was right. Alex, Alex oh, was I a big push back. Oh no, no, I couldn't push back. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, like <laughs> you, if I could just get muster up the courage. Um, the next one we have uh, at number three is handling everyone's passport. Mm. Oh, um, at the at the airport. That's uh, a big one. Always. That's a big one. My dad it's has just, mine locked up. I think you know I could be forty years old, and I think my dad would still be handling my passport. And yeah, yeah they, my dad has it like locked the yeah. f up. Like, yeah, do not mess with like, the passport. You're not too. touching the passport. <laughs> no, like, even when I take it to board, like it's like immediately like all right, yeah, <laughs> hand it over. Yeah, hand like, it over. You're done. Yeah, like, I'm taking the port. Yeah, exactly. We've you know slowly we've been trying to do some interventions. Like all right, dad, like. That's all, like, we're over the age of, like, 20 now. Like, I think everyone can handle their passport. But, you know, as soon as we, like, pass through security, like, bang, like, right, like, hand the passports over. (laughs) If you guys lose them, we can't get back. I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. (laughs) Um, Number two. Uh, the you know classic if something's broken I'm gonna take a good look at it and see if I can fix it yeah and it it could be the most ludicrous thing ever um it could be like a Boeing 700 and it'd be like just looking at it like mm, like I think they spark should be, plug spark yeah. plug yeah pop the hood let's pop take a look at the engine <laughs> let's take a gander at this baby yeah. um just and I love that you know they can they think that they can fix anything really or yeah. just touching random things just 
Oh, um, this needs a little tightening. Sometimes you give it a little shake. Give right. it a little good shake. Uh-huh. Just scan in the rooms, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And my number one um, class thing that things that dads do is um, playing videos on their phone at max volume. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's like you live in this house, dude. You just went five for five. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, dude. <laughs> Turn it the hell down. Like I don't know if you gotta put like captions on or what, but it's like max volume. They'll just be walking around the house watching like the weirdest videos too. Like it's just so random. And, and like, you're like upstairs and you can hear them in the kitchen. Just... <laughs> yeah. I think you guys are actually living in my house yeah. right now. Yeah, you, no, the things I, that I hear. Yeah, these are all things my dads do, but like the number one thing is like the max volume phone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so. think they know that like there is a half. It's like volume is on or off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, yo, like there's this thing like called like AirPods or like Yeah, like, too, yeah. Much, you're, too no, much. No, no, no. I'm not doing that. So yeah, that's I think that's the number one thing dads do. So. That was class. Yeah, let's well go. Done. Shout yeah. out to all the fathers. Yeah, Father's yeah. Day is in a couple of weeks. But yeah, yeah. keeps it. We did talk. a little early. Yeah, but uh-huh. that's Alex okay. is getting the advantage. It was Father's Day in the UK this past weekend. So oh wow, there you go from my UK friends. Yeah, <laughs> of which there are many. <laughs> yeah, hedge. Wow, that was great. Let's go. I don't know if I can beat that, but I'm gonna come in. Let's go. No, let's you'll, go. Do, you'll do good. Let's go. <laughs> tough start. Tough, tough start. start. Bang the tough mic. Start. Um, just just so, knock it over with the computer. Yeah, I'm pulling out an overrated, underrated, um, and I'm doing breakfast foods. Ooh, let's go. Is there a properly rated one as well? And properly rated. That's, yes, of That's course. what I like to hear. Um, and I know this is going to be controversial because we have some mixed food opinions in this room, mm-hmm. specifically Alex, who has a uh, seasoned substantial palate. palate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Owen, who has like a... Like garbage can palette. Like, I have a good palette. So, like a gushers. I do think I have a pretty solid palette. If you like yeah. gushers, yeah. Uh, like, does anybody not like? He's not like, like cookie though, from what I've heard. No, just chicken Pillsbury fingers dough. and yeah. He's yeah. not like cookie. He's not a Sam Howell. Big big junk food guy. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna start an overrated, and I actually have two in this category, and I'm wow. open to taking some suggestions. Wow, loaded field. Yeah, one is very controversial, and the other, I don't know if anyone here eats it other than Alex, but I'm gonna go first. First overrated avocado toast. If you guys have ever had it, oh, oh yeah, avocados very properly rated. I think really? no, no, no. Oh, like I'm so overrated. The people of the world try to pretend avocado toast is the best thing in the world it's 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 pretty tasteless and some people will go absolutely banana land when they get an avocado exactly well it it should it's just a regular like it's just regular food if i'm being honest i could do without it i like guacamole but the the actual texture of an avocado is just something that kind of puts me off like what yeah. I think it's. I think you could put it at properly, uh, properly rated. I think it's fine, but people hype it up way too much. No, I and that's what I'm saying. I think it's a little too hyped. Like, you know, someone could be making a crazy dish, and then someone also brings you out like the avocado toast, and you're like, yeah, look, like look at this. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm eating avocado toast. So, and it takes like three seconds to make, which I think also makes it a little overrated. So, exactly. and I think you should season it too. Cause I'm sure there's people yeah, out there course. that just put the thing on there and then that's yeah, put some it. salt and pepper. Steak on it. I made for a really long time. Yeah. And wow. I started adding salt. And or you can toss like, okay. an egg on there too. I've seen. Oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah really that's good. actually good. You can elevate it. That's the good thing. It's you like a palette. It. It's just like a, it's like a canvas. You just yeah. put whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. But if you're it. just giving it on the base pack, we're rating the base pack. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. Okay. I'm in. Now we're going to move to properly rated. Well, you said you had two. Well, the other one's more of an honorable mention, which I'll suggest, but I feel like I'm going to get hate. I'm just a hater on this one, and it's bagels. 
I think they're overrated. Garbage take. I don't even want to address. <laughs> yeah, no, I, they're not overrated. I love bagels. Bottle, a bit overrated. Eat a bagel every oh, day. Okay. A bit overrated because yeah. uh, they're the number one breakfast food, and I just think there's better things out there. Yeah, for a reason. All right. Um, so for properly rated, I'm gonna throw out waffles. Everyone likes waffles. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Waffles, yeah. perfect rating. Um, you can't go wrong with a waffle. You can add so much to a waffle. You can make it desserty. You can make you, you can do so much with a waffle, and you yeah. can just have a basic waffle, and it's great. What uh, chicken and waffles? Very good. Chicken mm-hmm. and waffles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you do with a waffle, no one's gonna complain about. Dress it up, dress it down. Have you ever seen people just eat it regularly <laughs> like chips? Uh-huh. They just have like a like of an ego. Yeah, yep. and no one's gonna look at you like a crazy person either. Yeah, because it's just like it's a waffle. It's it's yeah. a waffle. It's awesome. Like it's a, like Owen said, a blank canvas. Uh-huh. Yeah, do what you want to it. And yeah. properly rated, I'm also going cinnamon rolls, cinnamon buns, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah. let's go properly, properly rated. rated. Just, yeah, just honestly, solid. almost just underrated good. because of how good they are. Almost well, everyone knows. That. I think I they're know. almost underrated. But it's like so almost good. underrated. But everyone knows they're. It's like amazing. when people say LeBron's underrated every year, even yeah. though it's like yeah. we all know he's the best. But it's like he's not MVP, so it's like he's yeah. always underrated. Yeah. It's like the LeBron should win MVP every, every year, year type guys. Yeah. I like that. I, I think exactly. cinnamon buns are almost like uh, not enough people eat it as a breakfast food. because of its availability. Be- I think it's think because so? of the or sweetness. It's too sweet. Yeah. 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 Tummy ache on a big. So guy. that's why. That's why I'm putting it in properly. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the underrated. The reason I came up with this list is the underrated one. Oh, oh here we go. Which I feel gracious. like everyone should be having for breakfast almost all the time because you can have so many varieties of this and it just kind of beats. Oh, mercy. It beats, you know, the croissants of the world, the bagels. Mm. Just a good scone. <laughs> this is great. I, oh, a great I'm 100% with Adam. This Let's take go. His this morning yeah, I had some, some mixed berry white chocolate scones. Oh. Amazing. You can get a double chocolate scone. You can get a plain scone. You can get scones in so many varieties. Oh, and it's just, scone. It's, per- it's perfect. It's so this good. It's perfect. It's delicious. Look, I'll be honest. There's some dry scones out there. There's some bad scones. Yeah. But you got to do your own research and yeah. get that good scone that's you gotta not go too to a dry. Bakery. Yeah. You got to go to a good Phil, bakery. Phil, you live by a bakery. Get a freaking fresh scone. Yeah, yeah. Go in and get you want to give him my postal code too while we're at it? <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go over there, buy one for two fifty, and bring it to you next time. Okay. Two fifty for Sweet. one scone? Yeah. I don't know how much it is. <laughs> and you know what I like with scones? So you could have a savory one. You could have a sweet one. But... They're never they're never too sweet is yeah, what I they're like. Never I've never too had sweet. a scone where I'm like like almost like cinnamon buns where you're like, okay, this is like pretty sweet. But with, with scones it's yeah. it's never too sweet. Yeah, and they're easy to eat. They're like they're perfect size for a breakfast. It's just there's and nothing wrong with They're this. the perfect wash it down food. Yeah. Like you, you're like, okay, nice cup of tea. Oh, that's tea, like, coffee, exactly. milk, water, whatever you want in the morning. Yeah. Scone works with. The I fact agree. that you looked in the microphone and said I don't get the hype on bagels, but scones are the perfect breakfast. <laughs> a scone food. is just a better bagel. No, that's my no, take. No, 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 close no, to not true. Even. Not even close right. to no, true. Oh no, no, well, it's like a gross cookie. We can we can move on. Because gross cookie. What kind of <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You don't know what eating? a scone is. What are you eating? You don't know what a scone is. I can do. Is it not like a piece of like? It's like a bread or a cookie hybrid. Bread, like it's a yeah, but it's like more, harder. It's like a gross It's not hard. If you're having a hard one, then it's a bad. But it's yeah, not it's like scone. soft like a bread, is what I'm saying. No, it's, no, no. It's it can be. Soft. It should be soft. Should be no, soft. not like a piece no, of spongy because bread. Because then it's like you, you. The scone is by branding. The scone is a harder scone. It doesn't I'm have saying, to be dude. rock hard. But scones in branding no. are hard. The perfect scone is is like hard and like cr- crunchy, kind of from the outside, yeah. but soft. And then on you the bite inside. into it, oh. and it's soft. It's yeah. like a short. Uh, what do you call it? Short. Uh, short bread. Stop talking. <laughs> 
<laughs> just, do, right? just do your segment. Just do your segment. Yeah, good stuff, Adam. Good <laughs> debut. Good debut. Marcus Semien. I liked it. I liked it. I did. I respect the passion. All right. Owen's up. Okay. I got some unwritten rules. Let's some go. More. Owen Let's loves go. unwritten rules. I do. I love it. Uh, so my first one uh, for the Raptor fans, Kyle Lowry, uh, I guess not. he's obviously not a Raptor anymore, but he's still a groat. So Groat. This is for the Raptor fans. But uh, he said, this year was a wasted year. Because if you're not competing for a title, yeah. uh, it's a wa- it's just a wasted year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't count. Um, so new rule. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's a wasted year unless you win. Are you saying for everybody? Yeah, I'm saying unless you win the title, it's a wasted year. Because he, yeah. was, he was saying unless you're competing for a title. I think was his comment, and I'm saying, take it a step further. Like oh, we're not okay. settled with just being like we're not the. Sun. This isn't the Suns. Like it's a wasted year unless you're hoisting the trophy. It's a okay. wasted year. Okay. This is a debate I've had a lot with myself recently because not to bring this to hockey, but it does apply. The Oilers have won two rounds, and if they lose to Colorado, which there is a chance, my brain is is there this is, a oh, six, is there's a chance there okay. is a chance they're down one nothing. They lost eight to six. I don't know if you saw the game, but there was a controversial offside. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I've had this debate of, oh, is it like, uh, is it a successful season if, you know, they just lose here? Because if you said, hey, you could take eight playoff wins at the start of the year, I probably would have done the deal. But at the same time, you know, you don't want to be a loser. You don't want to mm-hmm. be like, I made round three. Yeah, that's I don't, You want to do a Kyle Lowry there but, and be like, oh, all that matters is the title, though. That's how I feel. I feel like there's a happy medium, you know? I think, yeah. And I'm going to say no. You're going to dismiss say, the happy medium. Unless you're hoisting it. Like unless you the trophy's in your hand, it's a wasted year. I don't care about competing. Like, why are we settling for competing? You ought to win it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. your rule. That's the rule. Um, my next one is uh, Udonis Haslam. So he said, "Let me read the uh, the quote." A lot um, of wasted seasons for him, like <laughs> yeah, like literal, like do something else with your time. This yeah. is the quote. Owen was staring out for thirty minutes before the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said he hasn't recovered from his loss to the Celtics. Uh, he actually. Uh, does play for the Heat, for anybody that was wondering. I guess he's on the roster, would heat be a better culture, way to describe big it. Big Heat culture guy. Yeah, big Heat culture guy. Um, and he actually plans to take his time and decide what's next and where it goes about coming back next year. Yeah, season. he couldn't take that time while he was sitting on the bench because <laughs> yeah. he was too locked in. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to, you know. So my rule here is when you've when you've done as much for your team as uh, Udonis Haslam is, you don't need to explain yourself. Just take your time. Just, yeah. Just take your time. As much as you need. Yeah, Spolster's as much as you like, need. Can we please know before free agency or other, or else like our plans are shattered? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm saying, when you put in the the work and the time you did to help win a championship or get yourself to a championship, just you know you don't owe anything to anybody. Take your time. Take your time. Take. Your I time. agree. Yeah. I agree. Udonis has him though. For the record, I I do still love that guy. People got to watch the Cribs video where he has like twenty snakes in a big tank. <laughs> What a beast! He said well for himself. He does he, three, yeah. three, two, three rings to that name. I mean, he did like twenty-five years to get it, but still uh-huh. sick. Uh, and then the third one here. So the Blue Bombers, um, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Winnipeg Blue Bombers of uh, of the CFL, the Canadian Football League, came out with their championship rings. They dropped them, and they got the fans on the side. Um, and so unwritten rule here. Like a silhouette, like like, like it's the got flag like, on yeah. the plate logo, silhouette. Uh huh. Pretty like it's you know more than it's like maybe seven or eight fans just on the side, just like yeah. Oh, like, they got know, the fist celebrating. So you know their fans. Yes, yeah, so you know their fans. Uh, I'm gonna make a new rule here and uh, say that everybody should do this. Like let's, you know, I've done as much for the team as <laughs> as a fan as anybody else has. So yeah. I, I think everybody, you know, every team should do this. Yeah. 
Yeah, no fans. New on York team. Yankees have you know twenty million fans. Blue Bombers have fifty. Yeah, so. <laughs> put them on there though. Like I think know. Blue Bombers fans like literally have done more than uh-huh. say Yankees fans or They're Lakers funding fans. The team. Yeah, yeah. The Lakers are gonna make money no matter what. <laughs> yeah. The Blue Bombers literally need the fans. Hey, you yeah. buy a T-shirt or like I think they the managed to get every the single league one. is folding. <laughs> yeah, I think they managed to get every fan on the ring. <laughs> yeah, like, but, give the wrong. fans give the fans a ring. Yeah, yeah. You're acting like I won't make a ring if the Oilers magically get eight more wins. You're acting like that won't happen. Like I, I remember, I used to go to baseball games. Red Sox were playing. I remember the guy in front of me had a had a fake championship ring, and I was like, "What a loser!" Now I kind of get it. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah no, you I got to celebrate your wins." I yeah. really thought about getting a Raptors ring, but it was just a little too much money for me at the time. <laughs> settled for like the I championship banner. Settled for the championship banner. So, well, like a just replica? as good. <laughs> No, Alex is talking player. about the real thing. I'm talking about the real thing. <laughs> He's gonna cop it off Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Got off grailed. Yeah, okay, get the full thing. Those yeah. are some good unwritten rules. I Thank liked you. it. Um, I also have a power rankings, and uh, I really am excited about this one. This one really gets me going. Let's go. So today, so Tuesday was the uh, four year anniversary of the J.R. Smith running the other way. Oh man, <laughs> the four year anniversary, and that in sports. There are moments in time that are just, you remember everything where you were. I remember exactly where I was. I was coaching a basketball game, yep. coaching Owen actually, participating in the basketball game. Adam uh-huh. was my assistant coach on the bench. Uh-huh. And we finished the game and we ran outside to see the end of the game on the TV. Uh-huh. And I remember just being in total shock, in the car driving home, listening to XM broadcast the end where the Warriors ran him off the floor. And I was like, wow. that was a, I, remember, I remember that, you know for as long as i'm Me watching too. basketball i actually remember that really well as too because we were all watching it together because it was a famous moment and you know what it was too this is like the power of sports because we had had an issue with that team where they like there's some beef on the court <laughs> like like yeah yeah there actually was Wait, like there was a ball the ball got thrown what? like the court there's some rushing of the court too like people were like like almost a bench is clearing thing I mean, I don't remember exactly what it caused it, but the, like I remember there was some issue with the like we were beating this team. I think we eventually this was our first win. Yeah. Oh, we this won this was game. our first yeah. win. And so we were our only win actually. Yeah, so we were enjoying it, right? We were shooting threes, like up a bunch of points. Like I'm not saying I'm not you know I'm not saying what we were doing is right. Okay. Yeah. Right? We were being a little showboaty. We were it's like the Houston Rockets this year a little yeah. bit. Like it, when we're up, we're up. Yeah. But they we one of the other players like threw a ball, whipped a ball at one of our players. Some of our bench guys on our bench ended up like clearing to, you know, confront guys in the court. It I wasn't was, violent, I, I wanna be clear. I it, was among but, the guys who cleared the bench as yeah. the coach, just trying to get it out there. I led the line. <laughs> but the point the point is this is the power of sports because game ends. And then the other team is leaving, right? And they're watching it on the screen too. And we're all like, it's everybody together. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. like, hey, yeah. good game. Like, what is JR doing? Yeah. Like, what is what's beef to going the side. on? Like, beef to the side. Just what is JR doing? Exactly. Right the power of sports. An yeah. unforgettable moment. I yeah. think we all remember where story. we were, yeah. which is what's important. So I put together the eight memories that stand out the most to me in since I started watching sports. So like 2010s. 2010-ish. Okay. I remember that, like, I have some honorable mentions here as well that I want to get in there. The Saints-Rams pass interference weirdly makes the list because I remember just looking at that like, what? I would probably never watch sports if I was a Saints fan again after that happened, yep. so that has to crack it. The Lillard shot against the Thunder uh, from half court. Yep. 
also the same night as that Sharks comeback, which makes it a double memorable night. Which I missed because I was watching the Sharks comeback yeah. instead. <laughs> I but still raw. Double screens up. One of the great double <sighs> screens up of all time nights. Uh, the Leafs blowing that 4-1 lead <laughs> with 10 minutes to go against the Bruins in Game 7. Iconic, iconic <laughs> night. Uh, the Cardinals-Packers double Hail Mary mm-hmm. when oh, Rodgers yeah. threw two back-to-back on the same drive to like tie the game. Yep. That's a classic. Uh, weirdly, Dolphins-Patriots Hail Mary, the Gronk playing <sighs> wow. safety one. Mm-hmm. That was a classic. So, yeah, doesn't have the doesn't angle. Have the angle. Yeah. Classic. I stood up on the, on the couch when that was happening. I just couldn't believe it. Rajay Davis home run game seven against the Cubs. Yep. Even though the Cubs won that game. Three-run shot. Yeah. That was still crazy. And then uh, McDavid goal against the Rangers in uh, this past year. Anyway, here's the top eight, though. Number eight, I got the Minnesota Miracle. Number eight? I got so those were honorable eight. mentions. Yeah, those were honorable oh, mentions. Wow. Number, wow, let's go. Minnesota Miracle would have been near the top for me, for sure. Like, you forget how many good moments there have been. I I don't know. That's like the one where I remember where I was. I didn't that watch happened. that one, so that one's tough. Uh, that's <laughs> a tough one to miss. That's tough to miss. <laughs> that was a class. No, yeah, it's tough to miss. <laughs> Alex is just taking that one on the gym. No rebuttal. No, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Number seven, Kawhi shot against the Sixers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You missed get that one too. Actually. <laughs> what? Yeah, I actually knew he missed that one. Uh, the, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, game seven. Commitments that I team. made back in those years are not commitments I'm doing now. So <laughs> that's probably a result of that. So yeah, I, uh, I missed actually both of those things because of those commitments I had, but no longer. Those are both on Sundays. That's probably why. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I had things on Sundays from, mm-hmm. yeah. But we're not getting into that. We're not but getting I'm taking that. that one on the chin too. Okay, <laughs> okay. Number six, I do have the J.R. Smith run mm-hmm. at number six. Yep. Number five, I got the bat flip. Five? Oh, yeah. Five. Holy, that's number one for me. That was raw. That was a classic. That was raw. That was, that was uh, I, I think we had to sprint it. from school. Yeah, I ran home. Ran yeah. home. I ran yeah. home. Ran home game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Barely made it on the couch. Me too. Yeah. Barely. It was like four o'clock. Oh man. Yeah. I remember like getting my backpack off. Like uh-huh. and, yeah. Mine was like, in the living room. Yeah. 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 Just turned it on. Rushed to the TV. I remember that night was weird for me too. Or that day, that afternoon was weird because my dad was home early. Yeah. And like we were big Jays fans, and so I was like, rather I was like, Dad, like what? Look what happened. Look what happened. He's like, what? And then we watched it. It was. Sick. Let's go. Yeah. Classic. Big moment. Four, I got the Ray Allen shot, sadly. Oh, of course. Oh. Started my Spurs fandom right there. Yeah, that was yeah, just yeah. so tough. Yeah. Literally, the Kawhi shot and the Ray Allen shot are just two L memories for me, but people just talk them up, talk them up, talk them up. Number three, this one's tougher. I have 28 to three specifically, yes. but this one is harder because there's not like a specific moment where you're like, it's happening, you know? There was no like specific moment in the 28 to three. It was more like... <sighs> the Edelman? It, no, it, I think the Edelman, Edelman maybe. Yeah. If there was the one, that would be on it. The, on the on the Falcons that took him out of field goal range. Those yes, are the ones I but remember. But even then, like it was like the gradual like build of like twenty eight to nine, twenty eight yeah. sixteen. Yeah. Like here they come. Like, you, know, it, you know what was a weird moment during then when um when they had the ball in overtime and then they were like Patriots scoring here they're winning the Super Bowl. It was like oddly worded by Fox where they like basically said Patriots win by scoring here and then James White scored the touchdown and then it was like it was odd the way they were. I know a lot of people were talking about it. I don't know if you guys remember that. Because they were saying basically that they're going to score. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. basically... Like, they could have said it a different way, but they were basically saying Patriots will score here, I mean, and by doing that, they win the Super Bowl. They like, scored okay. 25 points in, like, <laughs> yeah. 17 minutes. I think they were going to score. Yeah. 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 I- iconic call by Joe Buck, by the way. 
Yes. Yes. Mm. I gotta shout that out. He didn't talk through it, which was the good no, part. No, it was great. He just stopped it. But he had energy. He's like, Super Bowl. Yeah. And Patriots win the Super Bowl, and then that was it. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Number two and number one, I debated flipping for a long time, but number two, I got the LeBron block. I think it's pretty (laughs) obvious. In that one, that was an absolute. I jumped and I hit my head on the roof. I remember it. I was like, oh my goodness, there's no way that just happened. And then I'll never forget where I was. That was crazy. That was just probably the best basketball game I ever watched. I can like remember like what it was like outside like like it was like a bright sunny day. Yeah, it was like, a it Sunday. Was still bright. It was a Sunday. Still bright. It was a Sunday. Wow. Yeah, jumped off the couch. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. I know number one. Yeah, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it the is. pick at the goal line. Yeah, is like the is like the all time. Oh my goodness, what just happened? Malcolm mm-hmm. Butler at the goal line. Oh man, I can see why you were flipping for so long. But uh, <laughs> those two, you can't decipher between for oh, me. Man. I feel like that one, the 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 block was so amazing of a play that it was like there's no like because like it was just so obvious he was the only guy who could do that. But the Malcolm Butler interception that was for, the most shocking thing. That was the most shocking. shocking yeah, because the whole buildup of they're not calling the timeout, like what's going on with the Patriots sideline, and then just like. When you saw it hit his hands, I was like, it, I, yeah, I remember I like ran around. I was like, what? I wasn't even cheering for either side. I couldn't even move. I was like shocked. Like, I, I don't know. I, I know there's so many angles on it, but I still, it's still so weird how he caught it. I just don't know how the Seattle <laughs> guy, like, it was just a weird play the way he like. They like collided. I, if anything, I would have thought he would have uh-huh. dropped the ball, but like them colliding, he just caught it so perfectly. It was a throw to Doug Baldwin, no? I think Lockett. I think Lockett. Lockett. Yeah. Ricardo Lockett. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. same guy that caught the like. 60-yard bomb right before that, right? Yeah. No, that was Curse. Oh. Curse. Oh. Yeah, Curse. Yeah. Jermaine Curse. I was going to ask you, Phil, did you watch the Kick 6 live? I didn't. I didn't. That would have made the would list, top though. three for me. That would have made the list, Incredible, though. incredible. I wish I watched that live. That was wrong. I know. If you go back, there's so many you could, like, little ones that you could pick up. But yeah. I feel like, I don't know. You know, there's some classics. David Goal against the Flames might work its way in there for me oh, at some point. Classic. I did also have overrated, underrated, properly. I'm going to do it really quick, though. Mm. I had fruits. I saw a lot of debate about <laughs> this on Twitter on Tuesday, so I really wanted to bring it oh, up. Oh, okay. Yeah, at some point we will do a fruits draft. I'm sure so, that'll be this summer, but I just wanted to get this out the way. Overrated pineapple. Yeah. I hate pineapple. I think the texture's so bad, and it might be because my tongue is all cut up, but when I eat pineapple, it kind of hurts. It does hurt your mouth, but yeah. the thing the thing is it only hurts your mouth after you have a lot, and the reason you have a lot is because it's good. Oh, I'm oh, not debating the wrong. flavor. The flavor is excellent. Yeah. The, the taste of pineapple was great, but the, the whole cutting process and then eating it and it hurting, it detracts from the overall experience, and people bit, yeah. love pineapple, so that's why I have it overrated. Yeah, two pineapple lovers, I figured. <laughs> um, properly rated, I got mango. Elite, elite no. fruit. Everybody loves mango. Everybody knows mango is a top, top dog. But you don't have mango often enough, at least if you're me, to say that it's and it, say that it's overrated. You know, that enhances yeah. the experience of the mango, how little you have it, how much praise it gets it deserves. It's an elite fruit. I think... I think it's like so good that it's underrated. Like I think wow. it's it's like literally Take. one of my favorite fruits Take. ever. It That's is really good. The best. I think the best texture fruit out yes. there. Yes, the best texture fruit. And like, there's some bad mangoes out there, but you got to find a really good mango. I had some like mangoes in Mexico that were like just yeah, yeah. holy freaking like oh my god, they're so good. But yeah. you got to obviously get them when they're nice, not when they're too ripe, right? Yeah, you got to get them right location. Exactly, exactly. Uh-huh. I love mangoes. Me too. I mean, that's the thing. Nobody's going to hate on a mango. No, that's why it no. gets properly rated for me. 
Adam's gonna eat on a mango, but they're decent. They're fine. They're decent. I don't disagree. Mangoes are decent. Yeah. Guys, guys, mangoes are decent. <laughs> Sorry. 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 No, 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 don't apologize. I just love mangoes. I'm gonna rationalize. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big like easy to eat fruit guy. So. So you love I'd, pineapples? Like I don't apple. love pineapples, but the, I have some. Mangoes are pretty pineapples. easy to eat. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to like put a bit of work in there. You gotta get so a what's knife. your yeah, cutting? It's tough. Grape. I'll, I'll say well, after we finish this. Underrated. Pureed bananas. <laughs> Applesauce. Smoothies. <laughs> we can we can finish this and then I'll say. It's a bit of a take. Underrated, okay. underrated. Owen tipped the hat. It's grapes. Grapes are literally amazing. Yeah. And they're underrated because you never heard anybody, I need some grapes. You never heard anybody yeah, say that. True. But when they, my get, dad. <laughs> when they get dropped in front of you, though, they're demolished. You're, you're absolutely oh. crushing grapes yeah. by the spoonful. I don't. You don't even eat them with spoons, but that's how good they are. are you you Green original or, spoon green or red or what are you purple oh, i'm you, a purple, purple i'm a purple i like the what are they called like the dark like grapes like they're a little yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. this freaking foodie over here <laughs> yeah. out my parents buy them by the kilogram every color every flavor every shape it doesn't matter and they they're munching shapes? them every night you know oh, what yeah. though the only thing that i hate are seeds and grapes that oh, is the worst oh my dad loves the seeds really i don't know why it's so bad because like you can't get them out and then like when you bite down it's just a really bitter taste and yeah. that takes away a lot from mm. grapes so i will crush grapes anytime even in seeds front of me. even yeah. with the seeds of oh man i can't do it with the seeds i will put down grapes i love grapes so they're my underrated but we will do a fruit draft at some point this summer it has to happen there's yeah. too much versatility Fans what was your take oh uh my most underrated fruit and my number one fruit and my favorite fruit and the fruit i i have like three of these a day is wow. a kiwi yeah, I thought about it on the list. Adam, Kiwis just, are wrong. Adam just did the Jerry Jones reveal your draft board. That was yeah. pretty sick. I, just, Kiwis are I, pull out, I pull out a Kiwi bef- like in the morning, afternoon, at night, like probably wow. all three, just Kiwi munch it. That's it. I feel like kiwi is one of the fruits where it can be really hit or miss because no. you get yes. some that are really sour. No, some that are sweet. It's always hit. It's like an apple where you get like some apples are like really sweet. Well, like, that's sour. the type of apple you buy. That's your but fault. But there's some even <laughs> even with the same type of apple, there's some that are bad and some that are good. No. Oh, Overrated, right. underrated for me. Underrated, blackberries. I think mm. blackberries are underrated. Uh-huh. We don't yeah. need enough blackberries. Because they're because just, they're not, just not that popular in Canada. In Canada. Overrated strawberries, dude. Strawberries are pretty overrated. Uh-huh. I think strawberries are pretty elite, but no, they do get yeah. a lot of praise. They're great, and blueberries are great. I think I like all blueberries are great. I actually, you know, don't. Raspberries, the raspberries. Wait, the can I go back to kiwis? I think kiwis get so much hate because <laughs> who's hating on who's kiwi? Hating on people kiwis? hate on You're kiwis. A... No, no, no. Yeah. There's, oh, yeah. there's kiwi haters. People hate on kiwis for the texture. People hate what? on kiwis because of how Ooh. easy. Adams, Adams busting out the I'm, Golden State Warriors. Nobody uh, believed in us. <laughs> all right, <laughs> never mind that. If we all love kiwis, I'm yeah, happy. Yeah. All I'm yeah, saying well. is, if you, if you don't like kiwis, you just gotta like. You need to start eating. Do you eat your kiwis with the skin? No. Why well, not? Because <laughs> I thought you weren't like I'll say the, I'll say the skin is gross. Because <laughs> it's fuzzy. Yeah. That's why I don't eat it with it's, the skin. No, are you, you guys are you guys are missing life. Yeah, I'm I'm not kidding. I pull the kiwi, just rinse it under it's the disgusting. sink, and just eat it like an apple. And it's really? the best thing in the world. It's better with the skin. It's on? so good. Wow, I'm always scared to like even eat a little bit of the skin. I, I always thought it wasn't like I used to be to like be that. Eaten. But the effort you have to go through to cut it and then pull it's out the a spoon, heat effort, right? It's a lot of work. But I'm gonna try next time. Once you get past the like, <laughs> once you just bad. start eating it with the skin, it's amazing. It's wow. so good. It's like the watermelon rind. You ever, you ever eat oh, those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Eat them? I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. I used to just eat the rind, dude. 
respect like i didn't want to throw it out so. if i ever saw <laughs> right, you in course. public just yeah. eating like a kiwi i'll come with the, i'll come with this the skin week on, and i'll eat two kiwis with the skin i'd on be right like this you. guy is messing around like he's i feel like, like if you start shit i go through him. 20 kiwis a week at least wow wow Holy different cow. beast well there you go that was fruit different talk. gravy different <laughs> gravy that's right yeah. um that was good i'm giving it a 10 you know, a yep. two-day turnaround is tough because there's not a lot to report on. Yeah. But we did it anyway. Boys made it happen. Though, did so we even mention that we're recording on a Tuesday? Yeah, we did. Oh, we've been. Okay. We've okay. been. I've been. Yeah. Respect. But I'm giving today a 10 anyway. 100%. Yeah. Dropping it. Well, we'll be back now with a massive, massive gap, which is nice because there'll be more to talk about. Huge trending topics coming up. You know, it's nice now because I see stuff early in the week and I'm like, save that. Save yep. that. Let's and the guest that we've teased like four times might actually come on. Well, he's pretty unreliable. You just don't know until the day of with ah. that guy. So <laughs> okay. We're going to see. But Infected Cookie might be making a return. Ah. ah. Probably will. Let's go. I think Owen holds the cards in this in this one. Why is that? Well, he's the producer. You've that. got his ear. You've got Cookie's ear. I don't know That's... if Cookie even has his own ear. I don't know what goes on in there. <laughs> fair (laughs) (laughs) all right well we'll be back on monday maybe with a guest maybe not have a good weekend